every great player has had to make make a huge decision. Do you want to do the things that all your friends are doing, you know, or do you want to do the things that are right? Um, and you know, a, a question was brought to me: your best athletes, what 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 kind of mindset do they have, or what that they have to have? And you know, Coach Meyer, when I was in college, used to always say, you know. Um, he does everything right. You want to be that player that does everything right. It, it sounds very cliche, but if you are constantly, constantly trying your best to do everything right, you know, most of the time things are going to work out for the best. And, 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 and that's just kind of, that's that, that discipline versus regret. That's our guest, Austin Holman, celebrated coach, Scotch Plains Fanwood High School football team and the Elizabeth track team in New Jersey. Austin has also been awarded the New York Jets and Gatorade Coach of the Week. Austin cares for his players' well-being and mindset, serves the best interest of the game through the teachings and sound football fundamentals, motivations of young players to achieve the promotion of youth football by way of dedication to their community, their school, and their student athletes. My definition of leadership is raise a level of intensity and performance of, of everyone. And that's not just the players, that's also the coaches, as uh, my assistant coaches as well. If, if, if I'm not going to give it my best, why should I expect anybody else to? In each episode of this podcast, David and I will interview guests who have faced adversity in their personal and professional lives and find out what mindset they employed to triumph. Now, we seek the truth through real-life encounters and candid conversations with thought-provoking guests ranging from all walks of life. Here you will find how today's thought leaders in their industries face immense challenges and adversities with captivating stories ending in personal triumph and ultimate success. I'm Bob Bianchi. At the Bianchi Law Group, LLC, we are a team of former prosecutors who fight the government when they charge our clients with crimes. Our entire legal team is made up of former prosecutors. Weekly and even daily, our attorneys are asked to be media analysts on nationally syndicated TV news shows. We take our three core principles of courage, compassion, and commitment to broadcast every day. You may have seen us on Fox News, One America News, Court TV, Long Crime Network, CNN, and Newsmax, just to mention a few, as we are being asked to decipher the truth on today's most coveted court cases. And I'm Dave Bruno. In each of these episodes of this podcast, Bob and I will interview guests who have faced adversity in their personal and professional lives and find out what mindset they employed to triumph. Now, we seek the truth through real-life encounters and candid conversations with thought-provoking guests ranging from all walks of life. Here, you will find how today's thought leaders in their industries faced immense challenges and adversities with captivating stories, ending in personal triumph and ultimate success. Coach Austin Holman joins nothing but the truth with his game plan to success, not only for future star players on the field, but a strategy for each person. Rise through his technique of discipline versus regret, and you could be the MVP of your own life on and off the field. All being brought to you on Nothing But The Truth podcast with Bob Bianchi and Dave Bruno. Austin Holman 
is a celebrated football coach of Scotch Plains Banwood High School and the track coach for Elizabeth in New Jersey. He is a pillar of his community, awarded for his excellence in coaching and fashioning players to be the best players they can be, always going the extra yard to reach their goals and when possible, win. We began our conversation with core values. What makes Austin Holman who he is and how he translates his values to young athletes on the playing field? Hey, thank you very much, Dave. You know, I'm, you know, I'm just as proud as you, and I'm I'm very happy to be here, especially with uh, Bob Bianchi and this Bianchi group, and this uh, and this and being on this program to tell my story and uh, hopefully inspires others. And I'm really happy with with what you guys are doing. I think it's an excellent um, way to show showcase people in the community, coaches, athletes, everybody. Sure, I'd like to start off really from the values, the core values that you have. And I know Mr. Mi- Mr. and Mrs. Holman and the whole Holman family uh, really instilled some core values into you that makes Austin Holman who he is. Can you tell our uh, audience what those values are? You know, growing up in a house of being the younger of, the youngest of four siblings, especially two older brothers, you know, the, the first thing you gotta learn is, is, is competition. and my, and, and as well as being from a, a coaching uh, family, my dad was a coach, um, and now my, my oldest brother, my older brother is a coach, and my oldest brother was in the military where he was a, a gunnery sergeant. So competition and leadership has always been something kind of in our family, and it, all, even in, on my mother as well. My mom, it, um, she was a vice president of of the company that she worked for. So leadership is is one of the backbones of our family and competition as well. So, you know, just, just competing and trying to do your best um, is has always been one of one of the backbones of the Holman family and and and, and especially for me. Yeah, you mentioned your brother. Your brother Tarig is also a head football coach in the state. And you guys have gone head to head. You guys have been across the sidelines from each other. And you know, it's funny because uh, Mr. Holman's got a belt, right? The Holman Bowl belt. And the winner always gets the belt and you get to bring it to the holidays. Let's talk about that rivalry with Tarig and tell me how much it means to you and your family. Well, I mean, the rivalry just didn't start off of the last two football seasons. I mean, it's, it's been going on since I was a little kid. Um, but Turek's a great influence on me and has always been. Um, you know, we finally got to be head coaches against each other. We've gone against each other um, as head coaches in track a couple of times. And, and, and when I was an assistant, we scrimmaged against each other. But, you know, there's nothing better than, you know, both of us being head coaches and going against each other in, uh, on a Friday night. Um, and I've gotten the best of them these last two years, and uh, hopefully that continues. The belt's, the belt's kind of an icing on the cake type of thing. My dad walks around with it all game long. He kind of looks like Vince McMahon uh, while doing so. But uh, it, it, it's, just, it's just, you know, family and, and fun, and it just brings out, the, I think, the best. And it has brought out the best in my team. My kids uh, have gone gotten very excited about it and um 
And uh, like I said, I'm, I'm fortunate and very happy to say that uh, we kicked their butt the last two years. Hey, uh, Coach, uh, Bob Yonke here. Um, thank you first for being on the show. But I, I want to ask you a serious question. Uh, I think you're in the most difficult uh, position possible for a coach. And what I mean by that is that you want your team to win. You want to give them core values. But you also have to deal with parents. And parents today are very involved in the athletics and making sure that their kids are highlighted. And we also live in a culture where everyone gets the prize, even if they lose. Now, you, you talked about competition before. Um, tell us a little bit about how you navigate in terms of making sure that people realize that you got to work hard, somebody wins, somebody loses, but don't be a victim, be a victor. How do you teach them to be resilient in an environment where they want to make everyone get, everybody gets the trophy, coach? Well, you know, yeah. Our main goal is always to win um, in any type of competition when they, on that competition day. But, you know, winning is a, is a byproduct of all the little things that we do. And one of the, the most important thing that we do, and even with the parents, the parents got to trust you. It starts with trust. If the parents can trust you and the players are trusting you, you know, there's a lot of different things that, that you can do and accomplish from that. So building that trust, building a connection as well. Um, you know, you got you to gotta leave yourself open for, for conversations, good and bad with parents. You know, the best conversations I have with parents are talking about, you know, your, your son receiving a scholarship. And, and those are also the toughest conversations where you, where you have to tell a parent or a student athlete that they may not receive a scholarship when they thought they were scholarship material. Um, or talking about discipline um, when, you know, mom or dad might not believe that that discipline was necessary for the cause. But those those are those are why, you know, we're the head coaches. And I, I say we are the professionals at this. Yes, you're the professional of your son and daughter. But when it comes to, you know, athletics and or football or track and field that 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 that's when i need to be in charge um you you have you have the reins to, to pull your son um but when he's under my watch it's 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 got to be my watch but it, you just can't go in there and and kind of pound that into a parent's head right away you know there, there needs to be conversation there needs to be trust and and that's the most important thing if that parent trusts you, then, you know, you, you can do a lot of things. You can discipline their, their child by, you know, having a hard conversations with them, by sitting them. And sometimes even, um, you know, the good old fashioned making them run some laps or some gassers or, or things like that when, when they need to be. But long as you are consistent um, with, with what you're doing, the parents, the player, um, gain that trust, and then you, and then you can do a lot of different things with them, and and that's what really bring it brings out the the best in, you know, yourself as a coach, yourself as a parent, and and then ultimately the player. You know, Dave, uh, that that reminds me. You know, we always used to talk and uh, trial lawyers, coach. You know, not much different. You go into that arena, uh, you prepare as much as you can. You fight it out, you kick, you punch, you claw, you do what you got to do, and there's going to be a winner and there's going to be a loser at the end. I I'm curious, Dave, we, we always talked about this in the prosecutor's office or even here at the Bianchi Law Group about 
mindset and how important mindset is. I'm, I'm wondering uh, if you have any comments to the coach or if the coach has any comments about how important is mindset to being a winner, even if you lose. Well, my, my mindset ultimately is to, I, I, I say I, I'm, I'm an influencer and I have a responsibility. My responsibility is to influence um, each and one of my athletes to, to, to be their absolute best. That's, that's, that's my job. And I, have, and, and I take that as a, as a, as a major responsibility um, from, from anything, from getting them better as an individual, from getting them better as a player, um, you know, more respectful at home, in the community, in school. That, that is all part of it. And everything that I do from the second I, I show up, if, if I go there and I I'm, and I'm, don't have my, my head up and my chest up and I'm not ready to work, they're not going to be ready to work. And, and that's what it comes down to. So, you know, everything that I do is going to influence them. And, 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 and I take that as a huge responsibility um, because as a leader, my, my, I, the thing I always tell people, well, my, my definition of leadership is raise a level of intensity and performance of, of everyone. And that's not just the players. That's also the coaches as uh, my assistant coaches as well. If, if, if I'm not going to give it my best, why should I expect anybody else to, especially my assistant coaches? But that translates a lot into the, the lives that they live, uh, Coach. We only have a, about a half a minute left for an answer, but how much of what you do on the field translates to their life lessons for the rest of their life? Everything. Because I always say there's two pains. There's the, the pain of discipline, and then there's the pain of regret. You know, which one after every action do you want to have? Um, do you want to do you want to be the one that's that's hurting to do all the right things? Because it, it hurts to be disciplined, but it hurts even more when you when you have to have the regret of not being not doing the discipline. Wow, that, that regret piece is amazing. Coach, Coach, we Dave and myself were in the room when you talked about that discipline versus regret piece. Um, and we both were like, oh, and we shook our heads up and down. I, I have a story like that when I was the county prosecutor where I wanted to try a murder case and everybody was telling me, don't do it, don't do it. You're the head guy. What if you lose? You know, they got very political about it. How would it look in the media? But I, I did it, and, and, I, and I picked my actual uh, – Dave Bruno as my trial partner. We both tried that case, and we won, but it wasn't about winning. It was about the quote we always had in the office about the man in the arena that we're going to at least fight. And I didn't want to be in the cheap seats all the time. I wanted to roll my sleeves up, get in there, and do it. And I look back on it, Coach, and I would have regretted it. I love that word you use for the rest of my life if I were sitting here right now having caved into the fear. And it, there was a lot of pressure if I had caved in and I didn't do it. Talk to me a little bit more about the importance of discipline and regret as it translates in your mind to your students' whole life ahead of them. Well, I, I mean, I, I, I'll give you a, a quick example of myself. You know, with the actions that were going on um, last summer um, with, with, the, with the Black Lives Matter movement and whatnot, um, I felt I had to do something. And I, I woke up one night, the middle of the night, and I, and I just started writing down my thoughts on paper. And it, it ended up becoming, a, you know, a pretty nice piece. And I wrote a letter and I showed it to all my players, coaches, and the administration over at Scotch Plains Vanwood. And it, and it ended up being a, a really good thing. And 
I, I, I thought to myself, this is something I have to do. And if I didn't do that, I, I, I definitely would, would have been, there would have been some regret there. Um, and I, I thought about it a lot and it, it was something that was very important. But with my, my players, I, I constantly tell them that, you know, what do you want to do today? Is this something that is, are you going to attack today? Or are you going to coast through today? Because if you, if you're going to constantly coast through things, you're not going to get that reward that you really want. And every, every great player has had to make, make a huge decision. Do you want to do the things that all your friends are doing, you know, or do you want to do the things that are right? Um, and, you know, a question was brought to me, your best athletes are your best players. What, 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 what kind of mindset do they have and what that they have to have? And, you know, Coach Meyer, when I was in college, used to always say, you know, um, he does everything right. You want to be that player that does everything right. It, it sounds very cliche, but if you are constantly, constantly trying your best to do everything right, you know, most of the time things are going to work out for the best. And, 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 and that's just kind of, that's that, that discipline versus regret right there. If you're just trying to do everything right and do it the right way, if the coach tells you to run 10 yards, you don't go nine and a half, you know, and, and, and that's kind of the mindset. You, you got to try your best to do everything right. Yeah. I mean, make no mistake about it. You have coached and mentored some athletes that have reached the highest levels of professional football. And you know, you know some of those probably that come to mind, Austin, but instead of talking about the individual, let's talk about that work ethic that you have seen in, on the field, off the field, in the schools. Is there something that jumps out that could be a big takeaway for the audience to learn from those people that have excelled at the greatest level? You know, the, the, best, the best athletes that I've been around and, you know, they, they've, they've all t t took it all in. They all took it all in to not just be an individual, but to be a lot of them. They, they wanted to be team guys. They wanted, they wanted to bring others along with them, you know, because not everybody does it themselves. Now, I've had some great ones that. That, that, that were a little bit selfish at times as well. But, you know, the best ones were the ones that wanted to be, that wanted to be the best teammate as well. And I, I, the new thing that I've always said to kids is don't, don't do it by yourself. Bring somebody along with you. You know, if you want to stay after and, and lift some more, if you want to stay after and watch film some more, bring somebody with you. And the best, learn that and do that. Um, and, 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 and that's, and that's what makes you a better teammate because eventually once you leave high school, it's, it's very rarely that when you go to college, you're going to be the best player on that college team. And then from college, it's very rare. If you make it to the NFL or Olympics or whatever, that you're going to be the fastest or best player on that team. It's very rare. So the, the best thing to always be is, is the best teammate that you can possibly be. Because, you know, being, being a leader doesn't always mean being the best player. Good point. Good point. You know, also, look, I mean, there are those that excel and that there, there are some that, that get into trouble at this age. 
I mean, this is an extremely difficult age, right? This high school age going into college for individuals. And, and I've seen friends, I've seen some of our clients make some bad decisions to ruin what could be a bright future. You know, as a coach, as somebody that these kids, these student athletes and young adults look up to, what can you bring to give them advice to make it through these difficult years? The, the best advice I can give anybody is if, if you're in trouble, you, you, you got to ask for help. You got to know who to ask for help and, and don't wait until it's too late. You know, if you get caught up in something, don't get caught up in more something that's going to really hurt you even more. You know, if you make a mistake, okay, a lot of mistakes can be fixed. But when you put another mistake on top of another mistake, sometimes it's unfixable. So you, you, you got to learn to ask for help. And, and, and like I said, from the very beginning, that's where that trust comes in. As a coach, the number one thing, if that player trusts you and, and if they do something wrong and they can come to you right away, and then – there's a better chance that you can fix it before you having to find out from somebody else where you can't help fix it. And that's the most important thing. Um, and, and, and you see it constantly. You, you, we all watch the news and, and see things like, you know, why didn't he just do this? Why didn't she just do that? You know, they, they got, they went, they got themselves, you know, too deep and where they could have, if they if they had that somebody they could trust, they might have could have called them right away and they could have got some help. Yeah, Austin, I mean, Bob, we see this in our practice, right? I mean, criminal defense, domestic violence, municipal court, but we are representing juveniles. Mm. And these juveniles, they they get themselves into trouble. First, you know, there's it's decision making, right? And getting into the trouble in the first spot. But, at, but then if you are in trouble, there are some things you could do to try to get on the right path. Right, Bob? Yeah, I, I think what Coach said was getting to the right person as quickly as possible, being honest, looking, and that's a big one with me, Coach, looking in the mirror and seeing what it is that you did and, and having attrition for it and wanting to make it right and not compounding the situation with more poor decisions. I mean, that's essentially what we do when we represent um, clients. But Coach, I was curious, um, I'm listening to you, and you and Dave knew each other back in the day, um, and you were a great athlete yourself, and now you're a coach, you're a leader. Uh, talk to us about what qualities you possess that make you a leader, because a lot of people on our show, this is nothing but the truth, which means your truth. And people want to move into positions where they can lead. What qualities did you have that got you to where you are now? I mean, the, like I said, the number one thing um, I, I, is building a connection. You know, if you can build a connection with those, with those players and they can trust you, they'll do anything for you. You know, you got it's kind of that cliche where they say, you know, that kid will run to a wall for somebody. You know, you can you can you can inspire somebody, um, and and it, it, it's not all talk though. You got it's it it takes action. You you gotta go out there and you gotta be it. You gotta be it twenty four seven. You know, you know, it, it's uh, the old saying, but real recognizes real. You know, kids will see right through you. They'll 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 they'll, they'll call you fake right to your right to your face. 
So you got to be real all the time. You got to be real with them. And and if you do that and you're consistent and and you're constantly on them, uh, you know, and trying to make them better because, you know, as coaches, we have goals. But players, they got goals, too. And and sometimes your goals may not be in the in, in the right direction. But if you can get your goals in line as much as possible, then then you 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 got a chance for success. You know, every kid when they when they show up to f- try to play football wants to play quarterback or running back or be a receiver. But sometimes, you know, you need some guys to block. You know, not everybody can be the the the, the corner. Sometimes we need guys that come off the edge and and go get that quarterback. You know, not everybody can run the hundred. Sometimes we need some guys to run the four hundred or the eight hundred. So sometimes you want to be something. But coaches, that's why. We are we call ourselves the professions. We know what's best, but we we got to get that that player to trust, you know, what you want to do and trust that process of how you're going to get them to be better than they were when they started. And it, it all comes with trust and constantly being on them and with intensity when it's good, mm-hmm. when it's bad, and sometimes even when it's ugly. Yeah, Coach, your, your, your commentary about uh, also I, I hear from so many great people what you believe, that, that people could see when you're real, um, and so that's great. Okay, this is Nothing But The Truth with your host Bob Bianchi and David Bruno. Coach, thank you so much for the great insight. Thank you very much, guys. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, um, and uh, this was an awesome program. Hope you guys continue it. Again, we want to give a sincere thank you to Austin Holman and the players at Scotch Plains Fanwood High School and Elizabeth High School for teaching us how to never regret our choices by being devoted and self-disciplined for ultimate success on the podcast today. I was moved and ready to hit the gridiron myself when Austin said, I always say that there are two pains pain of discipline and the pain of regret. Which one after every action do you want to have? Do you want to be the one hurting to do all the right things? It hurts to be disciplined, but it hurts even more when you have the regret of not doing the right thing, the disciplined thing. You've listened, you've been listening, you've been listening to nothing but the truth podcast with me, David Bruno and my partner and host, Robert Bianchi. We are two former prosecutors that lead a team of former prosecutors who aggressively fight the government when our clients are charged with crimes. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd appreciate it if you could leave a review, share the podcast to anyone that would benefit from these stories of rising from adversity and thriving for ultimate success. For more information on this interview with Austin Holman, see the show notes of this episode in your podcast app or visit BianchiLawGroup.com. Click on the media podcast tab for full episodes. At Bianchi Law Group, they will guide you through their free consultation, laying down the foundation for your criminal defense with the right legal advice and team. All of their lawyers are highly experienced former prosecutors. Therefore, you know you can face a criminal trial with a strong defense. Their firm continuously makes numerous appearances in revered publications and TV networks. Their extensive experience in criminal law makes them confident in the legal field, at the same time offering their three pillars of service 
courage, compassion, and commitment to all of their clients. Without the right legal advice and help, you face a criminal trial that can result in dire consequences with hefty fines and a prison sentence. If you are in New Jersey and facing criminal charges, you need to contact the Bianchi Law Group LLC now, 862-210-8570 or bianchilawgroup.com. Their team of criminal defense lawyers considers you as a whole person and tailors the best defense strategy and resolution for your situation and convene the strongest possible defense. Robert A. Bianchi Esquire and David J. Bruno Esquire are New Jersey Supreme Court certified criminal trial attorneys of Bianchi Law Group LLC, handling criminal defense, domestic violence, and municipal court cases with a team of former prosecutors who fight the government when they charge their clients with crimes. 8 Campus Drive, Suite 105, Parsippany, New Jersey 07054, 862-210-8570. The Bianchi Law Group LLC has prepared this concern for general information purposes. Nothing herein is intended to create an attorney-client relationship and shall not be construed as legal advice. The preceding program was paid for by Bianchi Law Group LLC. The views and opinions expressed in this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of WMTR. As always, it is advisable to consult a professional before making a major decision.